0: Hey, good afternoon. Welcome to Sports and Other, but sports with Kent Sterling for Tuesday, April 14th, 2020, brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry, Dr. Mike O'Neill. He's still doing emergency dental work. So if you have a dental emergency, give him a call. 317 849 2933. He's gonna do great work as he's done for me for the last twenty-six years. Dr. Mike O'Neill's the last dentist I'm ever gonna to go to. He's the only dentist I'll go to. Dr. Mike O'Neill at 317 849 2933 Pacers president of basketball operations, Kevin Pritchard, spoke to the media today via Zoom. Here's what he had to say. It's gonna be early May before an update on the resumption of the season comes from Adam Silver and the NBA League Office. So I guess my timeline of May 1st to begin individual workouts is out the window. And May 25th, Memorial Day, as a day to resume games, is completely out. We'll see what happens as time moves forward. We do know this. It's going to be at least July before China China resumes play in the Chinese Basketball Association. He says that they are not just sitting with their thumbs up their asses. Those weren't his words. Those are my words. They are having more meetings and planning than ever, and they're going to have to because this is a hell of a challenge for professional sports. You've got to have people attend these games to make this thing work economically, right? But people are thinking, hey, you know what? Why do I have to go to games? Why is this something that I want to do? This pause has caused a pause in the thinking of those who spend money on tickets, right? Every time you get that season ticket renewal letter, you're like, hey, do I really want to do this? That's a lot of money. And and really what I wind up doing is trying to figure out who I'm going to give the tickets to. It can be a big pain in the ass. I'm trying to sell some on StubHub. They take their 30%. I feel like I'm getting cheated every time I sell a ticket. I don't go to that many games. So what am I doing? Why am I stroking this check? And this pause may be the tipping point for some of these people, especially in the absence of a vaccine. I put a little Twitter survey in the field yesterday and asked, when are you going to go back? Immediately when games resume and you're allowed to go back? When you get vaccinated? When everybody gets vaccinated or never? 42% came with the final three answers. When I get vaccinated, when everybody's vaccinated or never. That's a big problem for the NBA, for the the NFL, for Major League Baseball, and for the NHL. Big problem. As people reassess their priorities in this time when they're being forced to reassess their priorities. Normally, you know what? Momentum will carry you. People people will do what they have always done. Now that this pause has been forced upon us, maybe people aren't going to do what they've always done because they're not doing it anymore. These are trying times. they got to figure this stuff out. Rick Fusen, Kevin Pritchard, all the people down at Pacers Sports and Entertainment, all the executives with the Indianapolis Colts, all the people running leagues, the Chicago Cubs, who to me just got greedy. Like every year, renewing season tickets. It was another 20 points on top of what I paid last year. I I just didn't want to do it anymore. It didn't make economic sense for me to do it. I love doing it. I felt great about doing it. I was indulging my great sports love from when I was a kid, right? People could come to me for tickets. I'd say, I got you. I enjoyed every aspect of being a Chicago Cubs season ticket holder, but I did not enjoy the Cubs digging deeper into my wallet every freaking year. That got old to me, and so finally, I said no more. Uh, He also, Pritchard said, that they are preparing as if there will be a resumption of the regular season and the playoffs, and he feels like they're in a position to make some noise in the postseason, said that Malcolm Brogdon is 100%, and that it's going to take two to three weeks to get into game shape. News out of NASCAR, Kyle Larson has been fired by Chip Ganassi Racing, and of course he's been fired. You cannot use the N-word. Look, we, we have moved on. We have evolved as a society into one where not only should that word not be uttered, when it's heard, that person should be exorcised from our society. That's how virulent a, a representation of racism that word is. So him being fired, you got to fire him. And you should fire him. And he should never be welcomed back. And that's the way it should work. All the sponsors, they dumped him. And when the sponsors dump him, the car owner, of course, is going to wind up firing him as Kyle Larson was fired. Uh, you know, there might be a time when people forget or forgive, but they shouldn't. Because you use that word today, knowing how people accept that word and knowing how people hear that word and you still find a way to use it into a microphone, let alone in private conversation My God Almighty, there is a a screw loose. There is a problem with an individual who would do that. Uh, Isaiah Todd, a five-star recruit who had committed to the University of Michigan, he's decided to decommit. He's going to play professional basketball someplace. Europe, China, the G League, someplace. He's going to go someplace and play professional basketball, and that's a big hit. For the Wolverines and Jawan Howard. As Jawan Howard puts together this first recruiting class. Isaiah Todd, like I said, five-star guy. Ranked 13th overall by ESPN.com. Isaiah Todd saying adios to the Michigan Wolverines basketball program. We want to mention Bob Kravitz. Bob tweeted that quadruple bypasses suck. Which means he's had one. And, And that's awful news. We hate that for Bob Kravitz. And so I retweeted. And I said, it's actually a great time for it because nothing's going on in the world of sports. Bob got salty and said, there is no good time for a quadruple bypass. I said, not for you, dopey, for us as consumers of your product, because your product right now, what are you writing about? Right? Top 10, this top 10, that who are the three you would pick if you had $15, blah, 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 All of that crap. Bob. We don't need to read that from Bob. What we want from Bob is cogent analysis of sports in our world. That's what we get from Bob. For the last 20 years, we've come to expect that from Bob, and we get it at The Athletic for those of us who subscribe to The Athletic. Bob not able to provide that now, but if there's a time not to provide cogent sports analysis, this is it. Because what analysis are you going to provide until the NFL draft, which is in nine days? That ought to be plenty of time for Bob to get up and running, able to support a laptop on his lap, start hacking out analysis, whatever the Colts should do, whatever they do, criticize that, give us a dopey report card on the Colts. And of course, our prayers with Bob and Kathy and Bob's two daughters as he recovers from uh, another heart procedure. Bob, one of the really, really good guys in sports media. I don't understand people who have a problem with Bob. Bob's a great guy, number one, and he's got a true heart. He, he's got a, a true north, right, in the way he writes. He believes what he believes. He always represents what he believes in everything that he writes. And that's all I ask in the media. I don't need hot take artists who are going to, you know, tell me what they think is going to kind of cause clicks, to occur. That's not Bob's game. I appreciate Bob for that. And of course, we all want him to get back to 100%, get well as soon as possible. And it was Bob I was sitting next to. I was between Bob Kravitz and Michael Presti as the Big Ten tournament was being played, Indiana playing against Nebraska. And Bob held up his iPhone to me and said, hey, look at this. And it was Rudy Gobert testing positive for the COVID-19 virus. And we knew at that moment that things were going to go screwy, and that this might be the, live, the last live sporting event any of us attend for quite some time, and that came to pass. That was exactly correct. Later that night, the NBA suspended games. Then they suspended operations, suspended the schedule. Uh, the Big Ten tournament, they didn't play another game. The Big East tournament, they started a the game the following day at noon, but they didn't conclude it. Everything kind of collapsed at that moment, as we as a society had to respond to the COVID-19 kind of challenge as we have. And, you know, no longer are we shaking hands. No longer are we out and about doing stuff. Restaurants are closed. A lot of things are closed. We get to go to the, we get to go to the grocery store. That's our great moment. When we need groceries, and we get to be normal people driving to a grocery store, taking a cart around the store, and we see everybody wearing masks, and we try to stay more than six feet away from one another, and with coins, I leave the coins, I pay in cash, and I leave the coins in the little change receptacle because I don't want coins that have been handled by other people. And when we go to the gas station, we use a uh, a cloth or some kind of paper towel to grab the handle because that can communicate the COVID-19 virus from one body to the next, from one host to the next. So we're very, very careful about that. And hopefully we're stemming the tide. And hopefully, as this month concludes, we maybe get back to some measure of a normal life, that would be absolutely wonderful. But in the meantime, we're praying for Bob. And and his family as uh, as they kind of engage in this challenge on top of all the other challenges that we're dealing with at this point. You, of course, are dealing well with the challenges, and every single morning you listen to Breakfast with Kent and you watch Breakfast with Kent at eight o'clock on Facebook Live, and then you watch again on Periscope slash Twitter, and then you can watch again on YouTube. It's a show so nice. We do it three times. We do it every day. And then right before noon on Facebook Live, usually at 1130-ish, I read a chapter from the book I wrote. It's called Oops! The Art of Learning from Mistakes and Adventures. I'm writing at KenSterling.com a series of uh, interesting, funny, I don't know, interludes with celebrities, some minor celebrities, some major celebrities, uh, wrote about how I met Don Knotts the guy who played Barney Fife on the Andy Griffith Show. I met him at WIBC Radio, I think, in 1993. Uh, yesterday, wrote about drinking beers with Chris Farley. Earlier, I wrote about uh, getting to know Jack Brickhouse a little bit when I was an intern at WGN Radio. The chapter I wrote or read from Oops today was about me and Mike Greenberg and a guy named Terry Bauer moving WMAQ Radio from the Merchandise Mart to NBC Tower. So it's and, and that book is all about mistakes, adventures, what I learned from them, and what you can learn from them. Because what my mistakes I've already learned from. All right, my mistakes now you can learn from them, so you don't have to make them in order to learn from them. What an act of generosity that is by me, right? Anyway, that's what I'm doing to try to uh, make these days go by and and be a little bit productive going out running a little bit riding my bike a little bit keeping the lawn looking immaculate I am now the hero of the neighborhood instead of the goat used to have a guy Victor who he liked very much mow the uh mow the lawn and we'd pay him to do that thought it was a nice thing and he did a great job worked really really hard but you know what I got time and, and with this uh, COVID-19 deal, mowing the lawn is actually a nice diversion. So we got a lawn mower, and I'm doing that. You, you keep your oars in the water, and you keep rowing. And you believe that at the end of this, we're going to wind up in a good place. Life has changed, and hopefully through this, hopefully through the way we adjust in our day-to-day life, we come out a little bit wiser for it. And, and we learn how to, among us, we learn how to communicate a little bit better. And we, lose, we learn how to choose our kind of hobbies and sidelights and, and maybe do some things that are a little more productive than what we've done in the past. I'm trying to learn how to play the guitar. What am I going to do with it? I don't know, but it's fun. I'm making noises, and that's fun. Got an amp. We already had guitars, bam, strum that thing and, and make it howl, right? And if I do it well, I'm happy. And if I don't do it well, I'm happy too, because noise is good. We'll talk to you tomorrow morning, Breakfast with Kent, 8 o'clock on Facebook Live, brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry. Call Dr. Mike O'Neill, 317-849-2933.